The following audio may contain coarse language and other material that may not be suitable for a younger audience. Viewer discretion is advised. Also, we may spoil anything and everything, so you have been warned. Hello and welcome to the Movie Gang Podcast. I'm your host, Jack Newman, and this week we are talking about the sausage party of the sausages. I'm joined here today by Peter Dancy. How are you, Peter? I'm pretty good, and I, I am very interested to see how this podcast goes today. <laughs> I, I know. I, I, I was going to add in something stupid, like a stupid joke like I usually do, but seeing as we're going to do a whole podcast about a movie about stupid jokes, you know, there yeah. you go. <laughs> so we're Whoa. also joined today by Sarah Becker. How are you, Sarah? I'm very well. Thank you, Jack. Very well. Good. There was a lesbian that didn't die. That's amazing. That's true. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> and then she sort of raped somebody, but that's another day's discussion. Um, yeah. We're also joined here today by Trevor, and last but not least, Trevor Flynn. Hi, everybody. All right. Well, let's get started. <laughs> what did you guys think of Sausage Party? <laughs> Where to begin? I mean, um, I kind of have no words. <laughs> there's, there's, I, I, in a I've, bad way. I've debated back and forth how to begin this discussion because there's a lot, there's a lot to unpack here. Um, honestly, as a movie, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a big fan. I understand what they wanted to do with like an R-rated comedy, but for me, the whole thing kind of came off as as sort of a, as sort of a like a ripoff of Toy Story with potty humor. Do you know what I mean? No, I, de- I definitely mm-hmm. thought that as well. I mean, and there's lots of movies that have ripped off, like, you know, Pets Life sort of ripped off Toy Stories more recently, and and I think this one as well, and there's, you know, there's this internal world thing that, you know, they're kind of copying over from Pixar. Um, but for me here, I think the bigger issue is that there's, there's a lot more, whereas Toy Story is a practically perfect plot. This one kind of, <laughs> like they don't they don't manage the internal mechanics of their own universe nearly as well as like yeah. some of the other things. Like that was the issue for me, is that I felt like um, we'd be we'd be chugging along and all of a sudden like you know the geography of the store would make no fucking sense. Like uh, and that's the thing is they would go in and like all of a sudden there would be a bar between the shelves or or like the douche the mechanics of the douche or like how bath salts work. It didn't really make any sense whereas Toy Story makes I mean if you think about Toy Story it makes no sense but like you know I feel like this movie like highlighted the areas where it didn't make any sense and was and I think that you're not just because I can I mean I can hear already like the criticism that that's just sort of nitpicking but I think the reason that that is like a problem for you Jack with this one is that like this movie functions, for me at least, pretty well as just a movie, like a comedy about sexual hang-ups, and I think it actually does that pretty well. It's when it gets into, like, it being a parody of religion and, like, religious satire specifically, and, like, that getting some of the focus that it gets, like, kind of existential, like, a little bit. Well, and, it, gets, like, it gets awkward, dude, like, through yeah. there, like, especially when it starts, like, I mean, I think that's the thing is this movie like bites off way more than it can chew. And I'm like, okay with some things like I'm okay with it. But like when it starts like having it like, you know, in the absence of religion, um, you know, people will just fuck all the time or like, you know, what, what is, what is like you guys didn't follow through on the mechanics 
of what's fucking happening and it's just kind of it just gets super awkward sometimes a little bit through the movie which is funny too because like i mean not to be offensive to like anyone else in the cast but i I consider myself kind of the king of potty humor on here and i did not i did not love this movie (laughs) i mean does anyone disagree no well i mean you can disagree with me being the king of potty humor i'm totally cool with that um well i mean you you kind of are at least among this we, group. We rather willingly relinquish the crown. Thanks, guys. <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't hard fought. Let's say that. Um, <laughs> Jack I, wanted to fight, guys. We let him down. We, <laughs> sorry. I was like, no, Jack, no. You're really highbrow, and I don't know whose voice this is on the cast, but it's it's the voice that comes that up in my Mickey mind. Mouse esque, <laughs> right? <laughs> maybe, maybe maybe it maybe it's more maybe it's more that Jack just beats us to the punch, it's right? And and the, and, and the naughty humor. I just just cut it. Thanks, Peter. At least it's there's like some element of like I don't know speed or skill to it. I don't know, guys. <laughs> 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 it just make me out to be a terrible person. Anyways, <laughs> moving on to sauce. Okay, party. I'm the one who made the the sock Johnson joke the other day. So. Oh, I can. I, y- you did. True. That was amazing. Honestly, Thank like you. the names of the Olympic athletes this year are just great. What oh was no, it? What no, was Steel, no Johnson? Steel, Steel Johnson. Jesus. Steel Johnson, American diver. Oh my gosh, that was perfect. <laughs> he can dive in any time, man. <laughs> I mean, he's ready to go. Dude doesn't even need to lube up. Everyone's ready for him. Uh, it's see. too perfect of a name. It's, it's really like bad. A, I mean, what, 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 it, what, it's it's like it, it's his name. His name is is perfect. His name is is perfect for porn as Colt McCoy was for football. <laughs> oh Jesus, guys! All right, I, I think moving back to Sausage Party. This is the nice thing. I like Katie at this sort of distance because she's looking at me like, "What are you even talking about now? <laughs> Weren't you talking about Sausage Party?" Yeah, everything so and nothing, Katie. It's, it's nice well, the thing is, we have to make our own obligatory naughty jokes because the ones in this movie weren't good enough. I mean, I don't know. Some of them are pretty good, but yeah. And see, and, and that, and that's what that's why that's why I, why I find today's particular cast. Uh, interesting because <laughs> I because because as we were talking about before, I just right off I certainly like I didn't love this movie, but I definitely enjoyed it more than the rest of everyone else. No, that was the thing is like I I wanted to do a better job than last. We actually physically talked about it in chat um, about right, me yeah. coming out of the bat being like Suicide Squad sucked, um, but it was actually a big question for me um, between Katie, like a big argument which sucked more this or suicide squad but it's i think it's nice to have somebody like more positive like from a more positive perspective peter what do you think this movie does right and tell me if that's like putting too much pressure <laughs> i mean i i i can't i i can't really speak to what it did right as a whole but i guess just what it did right for me personally. exactly yeah that's all yeah, i would yeah, ask yeah for me yeah. personally for I, I guess i guess for me personally i just god i don't i got i don't know i i i get i i guess I guess I can kind of go into it, kind of thinking that that if you are the king of uh, that if you are the king of, of of naughty jokes, then I'm like that I'm like the crown prince because <laughs> because, because I mean I mean at least in this case because because yes like like yes I I definitely found great issue with 
with, with, with a lot with a lot of the stuff that happened in uh, over the course of the film, which you will of course. Discuss, Peter, if uh, you're my crown prince, I, I, I then I know. really need to question where my wife's been going at night. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! I'm just I'm just putting that out there. I'm so glad you said Katie, that. Katie, this is oh. you want to tell me. <laughs> she's she's not even paying attention. She's like, "What the fuck are you doing?" <laughs> Uh, I know. I, 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 I guess. I guess. In short, for I guess. In short, for me, yes, I understand. I guess I understand that there, there, there are many factors about, about this mo- about this movie that are problematic. But I guess, and this this may be a bad thing. Uh, our, you you all and our listeners can decide. But I, but I took the bag. I took the bad shit as it was, and put it aside. For the to to put it aside for the moment to address to to address when I walked out of the film. I I, I don't know if that makes sense. Well, I think there are a lot of gags along the way and a lot of generally good. I mean, I had like you know some really good belly laughs in this film. I think its humor does work from time to time. It's just that like it's really hit or miss for me, you know. Mm-hmm. And then add that to the fact that the overall structure of the thing doesn't make not only doesn't make sense but just doesn't delivered i guess right i think i think that's the thing is like again we, we came back around to the, like the does it bite off more than it can chew because like that's the thing me and Probably. trevor had like we love for me I, I mean i at least personally really love the uh the themes that come up and play and the issues of religion and really i mean that, but it's interesting to me because this whole movie feels like somebody had a really good idea while they were high and then yes. it was just like let's write ourselves into a corner to try to figure out how to put this on screen and then they had like it's exactly the same thing with suicide squad they had a signature moment where the food is just like oh wouldn't it be funny if like you know the food is alive like all the shit we do to it like microwaving the chips or doing all these terrible things which again makes no sense like is the raw produce alive or is is the packaged water like like how does a package become that there's not even it's like fire water like what the you're overthinking it jack you're overthinking it i'm just well that's the thing Um. is the difference is like you know like at least the internal logic of this movie is so unsound so unsound as to be insanely distracting which is the issue is because like when 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 the movies that um, the movies that pick like the movies that Pixar did that where they push the limits of their own internal logic like Cars are yeah. usually universally thought of as the worst versions of their or, or the worst of their movies and I think that's the thing is that it's it, you know you need some come I think the thing is there's such maybe it's not fair because there's such better storytellers out there well yeah no we brought this up is that like in cars cars better than a bug's life fight me no i won't fight you on that i'll fight you all down i I won't take that i love a bug's life well ants was better yeah jack you love seven samurai and bugs a bug's life is the seven samurai so no 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 i know but that's the thing is i I like a seven samurai so what do you want me to say i'll fight you no um to get back to get back to your point actually about cars (laughs) (laughs) fight me in the lesbo dome bring it i don't know why i love it if we fight in the Lesbo Dome, I will win. I know. That's what I was like. Why was that joke a thing? <laughs> really calling it Lesbo Dome. Yes. Lesbo Dome. Oh my god. I'm I'm down. Yeah. Where where is the Lesbo Dome? I don't. Where, let's not worry about the geographical specifics. Which it's it's a place in your heart, Trevor. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> but uh, to get back to your point about cars, like, because um, that was. Uh, 
an argument you and I are having is like with the internal logic of the film not holding up. Well, like cars doesn't make any sense because who makes the cars? Other cars? And then who yes. makes those cars? And like, if you think about it, but those issues don't really get brought up in the plot of the movie. It's just exactly. like any other exactly. anthrop- Whereas, anthropomorphized like animal movie where like you don't think about internal logic because it's just you know, talking animals. Up. It's talking cars. Of disbelief. Yeah, but like here they actually go into like with religion and everything, it being an existential problem that they were made to be eaten. Like that, that's an issue the film takes on and like they want to go somewhere with it. And then they don't fucking is the answer guys. Like that is, I have to admit, I think that's the thing that bothered me is it has to be one of the worst endings. Um, cause I'm trying to think of like, there's so many cool way, things, places you could have gone from the ending. Like, I mean, even if you really, really, really wanted to include that orgy and I can tell that that, that the makers of this movie really wanted to include that orgy. Really um, I, they must have really wanted that orgy. And it's funny here, you hear Seth Rogen in interviews talk about it, and he's like, yeah, we threw in all this extra stuff just as, like, sacrificial lambs so we could get some good stuff in there, and then they just, like, didn't take anything out. And I was just like, at that point, I was just like, yeah, I can tell... Like five or six things were added in there, right? The like they overstuffed the orgy scene with with stuff for the censors to take out, so right. they would have enough. That's of it exactly, left. And, then, and it's just like yeah. the censors were just like, yeah, cool, and it got through, and they're like, I mean, we should really take some of this out, <laughs> is what somebody needed to say. But I think they were just so impressed with themselves, and that's the yeah. issue is that you know the orgy scene is kind of you know pointless. I mean, that's the thing; it's like it didn't need to happen. It was in there because they wanted to see how far can we take it. Well, I mean, that's the thing is I don't even I didn't find the orgy scene jokes very funny. No. Yeah, I felt like it was supposed to be hysterical. And it like was where just did kind of where did the like hot dog humor. get like professional looking anal beads? Yeah. Like, I mean, uh, I don't think those were. It. I mean, it, it was it like was a, a be- it was a bead necklace. necklace. Yeah, was it a bead no, necklace? Yeah. yeah, it was a necklace. Yeah. I guess yeah. from the scale, from my perspective, it just like I was like, man, those are some massive anal beads. Jack has an well, eye for color. But you're also, you know, in comparison <laughs> to a hot dog. Well, I I know, but like I was like, that's gonna that's that shit's gonna saw her in half. Fuck. I mean, so is the hot dog. But I, I don't know. Let's let's not again internal logic. Let's let's just scoot past it. Sorry, guys. Too hard. They're, they're like I clearly the little things in this movie bothered me. Sarah pours another glass of wine because she can't handle this. <laughs> well, it's I feel like we're like d- d- dodging around the subject of some of the like the sexual issues in this movie. Like, for instance, the taco kind of bothered me. When they essentially like the taco, like Houdini'd the bun a little bit. <laughs> it just... bothered me as well, but yeah. at that point in the film, so much else had bothered me that I had kind of stopped giving oh, any yeah. fucks about oh, yeah. it. No, 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 absolutely agree. It's like yes, it bothered me, but let me no- note the other hundred and twenty-five things that made me uncomfortable <laughs> before that happened. That's fair. That's, yeah. that's, that's absolutely. Yeah, you you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't even think about that for that reason. Exactly. Yeah, like, I, there was so little. I feel like the issue is maybe at that point, like there was so little impact that the orgy actually had on me. Like I was just like, it, was, it wasn't like a laugh. It was more of like a, what the fuck? Exactly. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, I feel like I was laughing at the start of this movie. Some of it was funny. And then it, it felt like it just went off the deep end, which is weird for me because I don't think, I think there is something inherently wrong with the humor because I don't, I love dark or, I love to see how far a joke can be pushed. 
Like, you know, people can push dark jokes to dark places. I don't think there's an issue with how far they pushed it. There's what, just not a direction they're pushing it in. Exactly. Like except the humor for shock value not and more and more funny. shock value. There's a That's difference. all that there is to it. Like, Louis C.K. is hilarious, and he pushes jokes all as far as a person can physically push them. But he's absolutely hilarious, whereas I feel like this was shock value, and, like, I wasn't particularly shocked. But what's the difference there? Because Louis C.K., like, he... Like, it is shock value with him when he gets into, like, you know, like, pedophilia and shit like that. It is, like, just to hear yeah. the audience go, like, oh, you know. But, and but then he, like, time, takes him on that beat. So I mean, I mean, what's the difference, Louis really? C.K. pushes way beyond the puerile humor of this movie. Yeah. Like, think about what they do. I was like, oh, there's lesbians and there's a strap on and there's beads. It's not, like, it's impressive for being in a cinema, but it's not particularly. Right. It's sort that's of the like, thing, and I that's mean, the issue I have with this and the really high rating we're looking at on Rotten Tomatoes right now and a lot of critics, <laughs> what they're saying about it is that it's subversive. And I feel like maybe for the right person it's subversive, but it wasn't particularly subversive to me. That's just because you and me watch a lot of porn. Okay, don't want me in. I'm joking, I'm joking. Shit, I just wanted to say that on the internet. <laughs> um, <laughs> shocking. I mean, audience. I'll own it. But. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm just saying, like, I do think it is an issue. We've talked at length to some extent about the themes in this movie, but I think that's the issue is that, you know, we're asking too much of this production. I mean, I think that's the thing is, like, we have such great movies to compare this to, and they're trying to do an R-rated animated comedy. And I think the thing is, like, being as there's so many other people that have done such better animated comedies, it's easy to forget that. But they do such stupid stuff, like the inclusion of, like, one of the foods as an enemy. And, and, like, there's so many excess characters there, and there's so many excess bits. Like, the douche makes no sense when he starts like eating other people and he starts sucking the juice and there's that whole scene where he sucks oh. sucks the juice out of like a, like a juice box like gash vagina I don't know it was really weird yeah. like yeah. that was and he kept going bro and I was like what what uh, stereotype are you because uh, he's like oh, a God. juicer he's like a steroid juicer get it yeah, that's like the eternal like douchebag in like Seth Rogen's mind. It's like hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it exactly. Was like, it was like, like they're like, like oh, douche. We can make a wordplay joke out of that. Let's yeah. do it. It was like a. I mean, I mean, to go along with every other stereotype that that was like done. In this oh film, yeah, that was bad. That th- that was done in this film. The the du- the douche was like was like a stereotypical cross stereotypical cross between between like a steroid juicer and 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 like and like a really for lack of a better word at the moment douchey frat boy yeah i mean for me i was curious like what the shit like why i lo- first off i want to say like this i feel like every in all of like seth rogan's comedy like physical fitness is a sign of being evil <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just, just, just as an outside comment, like if it's a Seth Rogen movie and somebody is physically fit, they are probably evil. Wait, so does that make Zac Efron's character in Neighbors evil? I mean, at least in the first film, it did. But what about, but what about Neighbors two? I, no, I, well, he's not actually, evil. He's not evil. He's actually, it's, to be honest with you, Zac Efron's character in Neighbors is actually really well thought out. Like I this think is, it, well, this is, you could actually I, call it sophisticated. <laughs> I, I would, I would not say that's wrong I mean this is the thing is like I think that Seth Rogen actually has written some pretty good stuff guys I just want to make it clear that this is not it (laughs) 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 like like, you know like Neighbors and like some other stuff like and maybe even the interview well the uh, the interview let's not go there but let's talk more about like the stereotype thing that you were picking up because I feel that's maybe another 
thing that someone could be offended by in the movie, but not. Oh. I mean, like something for, they were trying to offend people. To be with honest with you, like that was with like Trevor, I don't think anyone there. should be offended by this movie. It's so puerile; it's hard to take seriously. Yeah. Um, I mean, whether or not you should portray people like that is another day's discussion. Yeah. But the vast amount of like like ethnic food and like all the jokes and apparently yeah. all fruit is gay. <laughs> I don't know because they're fruity, or the sauerkraut bottles is Nazis. And I don't know why the juice that pissed me off because like the bagels were Jews. So like, why is there Twinkie? Oh yeah. The Twinkie. It was another joke they threw in for wordplay that didn't actually play out in the (laughs) storyline, which to bring, yeah, let's, let's, let's talk about that because they started doing all these food puns. And by like the third one where like queso shows up, douche goes like, okay, that's a stretch. Like they start getting self-aware, but then they keep on doing it anyway. And then being self-aware doesn't make it better. I won't lie. I actually liked the food puns more than I liked the potty humor in this. Oh yeah. What about what what about Sergeant Pepper? When Sergeant Pepper shows up, I'm <laughs> yeah. just like, no, what? <laughs> that that was the moment I threw up my hands in, in the theater. Was, well, it was just, just like, there for like half a frame, just for them like have time to make the joke, and then he went away. Like he didn't even have a line. It's if just I, like weirdly. He had enough like, of a line to let you know he was British. Right. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh, sorry. Um, my dog is sick, and he's oh. just—he's—he's he's a short little baby. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. I mean, I think that's the thing—is like with all these. Also, like every time I—I I say I think this is a thing, you like you guys need to like call me on it, and like I will give you a point <laughs> for like that. We're gonna stop. Somebody has recently <laughs> pointed out like how many times I say certain uh, structures. I won't say who pointed it out. You can probably guess. Um, but <laughs> she's, I'll give you a hint. She's sitting right next to me and she's holding my dog. Um, but the point is, again, pointed out. Um, the point, as it were, again, another one that you can point out. Anyways, like uh, <laughs> the point, get to it. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, Jack? What, what is it? I don't even know what I you're mean, talking about anymore, man. There was just such a, there was just such a situation where there was like, there were several different kinds of comedy in this movie and they never picked like a tone. For instance, like there's, there's like, you know, there's all like the food pun jokes, but they fluctuate between the different kinds of foods. Like some are direct puns, some are literal puns and some are more just like cultural puns. So there's such a division as, that's the thing is like, I feel like when people make jokes in Toy Story and Pixar movies, like they, they, they stick to a centralized structure to do it. Whereas this, this movie felt like it went all over the place to make it central theme worked like it wasn't as it felt very poorly workshopped as it were like they didn't you know like where you see all those you know there's there's those famous like 10 pixar rules that are shopped around it feels like they added in too many characters like characters should have been eliminated or recombined into singular characters it feel like it just needed to be streamlined over and over again and that movie wasn't streamlined at all is what it felt like Mm -hmm. it felt like it felt like they were just cramming jokes in there and it was bursting at the seams with crap because of it. Again, a bunch of guys in a room, hey, this will be really funny, kind of, like when mm, you're stoned But with even your so, like, then... they got past that. Like, this shit had to be animated, guys. This shit was worked on for years. Yeah. I mean, and that, that's the thing that, like, drives me nuts is somebody, like, had to animate out the storyboard. Somebody had to physically animate the characters. Like, like there was somebody had to say no to these guys, and that's the issue. Is that no one said no? 
or no one said no is what yeah. I feel like. Because, like, I mean, that's the thing is, like, there's very few, I feel like animated movies tend to win is because I do feel like they go through the workshop ringer a lot more than your standard movie script. Like, like let's be honest, like, I feel like the script for Suicide Squads would have never made it through, a, like, an animated Pixar workshop. Because, like, when Pixar fails, they at least fail in very specific ways, but not nearly as poorly as, like, other kinds of movies fail. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like, yeah. like, let's be honest. Like, if Brave was a like was a non-animated movie, we'd be like, oh my god, it's so good. You know, like it's so randomly good. <laughs> Female heroine, holy shit! Like a really good centralized moral. It's a great fucking story. Did you see that animated bear? Holy shit! Um, like we would we would jizz all over that movie. It's just the fact that you had to compare it to Wall-E. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's the issue. Is here is that. Um, this this whole script like like you know like you know it just takes like five minutes like let's try to think up an ending for that movie that doesn't end in orgasm um i think the the orgy scene might have even been excludable because when they go on to after that where the guy was like okay it's time to learn the truth truth the true truth that's like the actual truth that's the really mind-blowing truth and like he shows in the portal and everything i thought maybe they were gonna like have like maybe at least a little like coda cliff note or not cliff note but like footnote. yeah to the to the whole like existential problem of the thing but instead it's just like oh we're actually fictional and so none of this matters here's some self-deprecating humor that's actually kind of it depends on you knowing who the actors are right. just for no this reason is, and this is they, my five minutes uh this is my five minute pitch to improve the ending of sausage party you can okay. even throw in the orgy if you really need to have it. But what you do is that at the end, the gum guy comes in and is just like, I don't know what the fuck his name is, whatever the fucking chemical term for gum is. Um, let's well, He just comes in gum, and he's so. like, and, you know, he like sets it up to look like there was an overdose and the food was uh, tainted with uh, bath salts. And this, all, the, all the food is poured into uh, garbage containers and taken to um, the landfill. And there, like, all the food builds a city within inside the landfill away from humankind, and the gum decides to kill all humans by slowly killing all the air <laughs> with global warming. <laughs> that would have made that's... so much more sense. Right? Like, that's yeah, the thing. Like that. like, or, you know, I'm just, just that, that's, that's, that's the Jack Newman five-minute fix. Like, let's be honest. <laughs> it's full of shit, but, like, like I mean, that's so better than, like... So is the rest of the film. I know. So. That's the point. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's the thing is, like, you know, it's the five-minute fix as opposed to, in, I mean, just, like, I feel like someone needed to be in that room is, like, let's not include Seth Rogen's face in this, in a green smoke. Why not? Right. <laughs> that just felt Do, like such... Okay, can there can we go on to elements of this movie that seem masturbatory because that was one of them. Absolutely. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah, masturbatory is a great way to describe this movie. Period. Yeah, that's a great, great <laughs> like, and that's what pisses me off about it when you have like a uh, a self-aware joke that's self-aware because it's not funny and that's supposed to make it funny. That doesn't work for me. That's not. No. That doesn't make it okay. You know. Yeah. And like, no, I, th- I think that's, it's the same I, thing with them being self-deprecating about themselves, like Seth Rogen or whatever. They say their names Edward weird. Edward like, Norton. Right, and what they like. their kid Edward Norton. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. <sighs> and like that makes oh, it okay that they're like referencing themselves because they're putting themselves down at the same time. I'm not saying like that's, you know, completely offensive to me or anything. It just takes me out of it, you know. And if it's done in like a smart way, that's fine. But it wasn't. It was just tacked on at the end, and it's like. 
well, it's part of the whole existential, like, mind-blowing, what's real thing. But that wasn't really the point of the movie either. They didn't spend enough time, like, on, on that, really, either. Because, like, bath salts enough. is what makes that happen. So, oh, I, or, I like, know, like, because, like, the, like, if you start going through it, like, the functions of the movies make no fucking sense. Like, what, what do you mean? What functions? Like, like the way the like you know because you know the bath salts like wait why does the why oh, does yeah. they perceive the because like that's the thing is like direct perception in this movie was messed with like the perception is like she has the shot of like the carrots rolling off it's like oh yeah so like when you know I get it okay so the people the people perceive the food is just like rolling somewhere weirdly right. or just like something out of the ordinary when the food is like running away and 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 then like immediately he, they like jump on the windowsill first off how the fuck did those sausages roll up onto a windowsill no. second off let's say it did happen uh, yeah. why the fuck is a person stabbing at a sausage with a knife right like that's yeah. not that's not how you catch a sausage and i know she's got like a, like a a weirdly highlighted vagina or whatever. Like, I don't know why there were so many comments Absurd, about how murky her vagina. Absurdly wide hips. Like, I don't know if someone could like be that like just wide in the hips and like regular the rest of the way. That was. I mean, I didn't was. mind. I didn't mind the animation. I thought it was gross on her. I think it was gross on her particularly. Like the women were grossly animated in this movie. Like even in the later bits where there's the girl that was on bath salts, like she was like weirdly over animated in such a way to have huge tits and ass. And I was just like, what, what? (laughs) Or like, or it was just like people were like weirdly malformed, but I liked it from the, from the, the food's perspective because people looked like monsters and that sort of thing. Like that was well done, but it just was, it just like the females just didn't need to be, I mean, I guess it's an R-rated movie. It's fine. I mean, frankly, like, for me, like, that's fine. That was I, the least of its problems. <laughs> I, I agree with that, Sarah. It, there, there, is, there is much worse things at play. Um, again, like, her need of a douche and them talking about her need of a douche. Repeatedly. <laughs> I don't... I don't I, like, even after she got home. Like, no one would say that out loud. Like, to themselves. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, I really need to do that. Yeah, like... I really needed that douche. And I'm, I'm just like... Can you... So here's... All right, this is, like, a serious question, because I, I do not know. Can you buy a douche in a grocery store? I honestly uh, don't know. I've never right. looked. <laughs> no, that's, that's like, a serious question. Like, I was like, I was like oh, it's a douche. I've and heard I was that like, they're actually not particularly good for you. Like, that's what I thought. Unless you've got something seriously wrong and you need a particular kind of medication, there's no, but really I, not a reason to do what, it. At the point that you feel you need a douche, you should be visiting a doctor. Exactly. <laughs> like, I mean, I, I just want to, yeah. like, point that out. Like, maybe, like, this movie does not put forth good vaginal hygiene is my thought process here. That's, that is correct. <laughs> or, or for that point, good anal hygiene because that's what the douche was ended up for. Oh. Uh, I mean, it, yep. like, enemas, well, guys. That, Don't that was, douche your asshole. Use an enema. Sorry, guys. Oh, man. <laughs> Well, I, I like I'm I'm honestly I swear to God I'm trying to keep this. Sarah is finishing this bottle of wine before this podcast is. <laughs> well, like I we were getting to it is like usually this I'm flavor, like, oh, the my first God. half was consumed during Suicide Squad podcast. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a it's not been this a been great rough. couple weeks it's been a rough couple <laughs> weeks for movies y'all 
for this Cross podcast. your fingers for war dogs. Like, I that's hope all war I dogs is good. Please, yeah. sweet Jesus, be good. Like that's all I ask. Like, I know that Kubo will be good. Kubo is going right. to be great. Kubo. I am very excited for Kubo. Kubo yeah. will be good. Please let war dogs be good because like that's putting too much pressure on Kubo. Like I'm just no, like, I it think, needs to I be think good. War dogs will be fine. Oh my god. <laughs> Honestly just, though, like I was, you know, last week I was thinking about, you know, all of the problems with Suicide Squad and whatever. After seeing this movie, Suicide Squad looks great. Like <laughs> I need to watch it again. <sighs> See, I think Suicide life. Squad is worse than this movie. Oh yeah. really? Yeah, no, I agree. At least this movie yeah. tries to make a point. Right. This movie and makes actually a point. tries to be subversive. Now, is it more pretentiously subversive than oh, Suicide Squad just fails to be subversive? And which is the worst? I don't know. I the think plot. the pretension bothers me more than it bothers maybe y'all. I, I, I mean, pretension is one thing. Like, pretension is a problem with your movie, but like. The Suicide Squad is fundamentally broken from a plot structure perspective. This movie mm. has a plot and structure. It's not a great one, but it flows. Do you know what I mean? Right. Like there is no... Yeah. F- the, like, from for my part, like, basic film structure issues with Suicide Squad are so much more... Um, they fail at the basic things so much more than this movie fails. And, like, this movie fails from, like, a concept point where, the, and, like, it doesn't follow this, but, like, they follow through on their plot threads. The plot threads come to a climax and a climax happens. Whether or not you're fulfilled by that climax is a different day's discussion. Can you please stop saying climax in reference <laughs> to the end of this movie? This is not even sexual. I, the climax anymore. of this movie I was, was really, <laughs> I was really curious to see how many times you say it. I'm not gonna lie. I was like, I, I, that's why I didn't say anything. Sarah so was just like, the best part is the climax is not actually when the food climaxes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh well, since God. since you kept comparing the two, actually, I think that's an apt comparison, uh, particularly for one thing I'd like to get into, really, is like whether this movie is really subversive or not. Because I think Suicide Squad was more of a letdown and a personal failure for me because it was about villains and it should have been more dark and subversive than it was, like we were saying when we reviewed it. And this one, I mean, I feel like it's subversive for the right person. I want to talk more about like how they took on kind of a religious satire in it because I don't think we've really gotten to that and whether y'all what y'all thought about that yet see for me this is not subversive at all because it's not attempting to go to the person that needs to see this exactly Mm -hmm. like like this is like who is this for it's not for the religious individual in the south the religious person in the south is not gonna go i mean not to like highlight religious people period but like overly religious cult members are not gonna go see this fucking movie not even cult members i feel like the, the main the crux of it where they like take the sexual humor to the religious satire is the idea that a lot of sexual hang-ups are perpetrated by religious like standards and that's that's you know that's uh, you know maybe just an opinion but it's it's pretty uh, wide widely shared opinion i guess it, at least i feel like you know there's something salient about it and they do maybe a good job of setting up that kind of moral lesson that like your religion can get in the way of you know experiencing sexuality freely or whatever but uh, it's just like for me they set it up on such a like dualistic kind of way that it's like religion is totally opposite to sex and it's the only thing standing uh, like keeping our society functioning and to where we're not just having like orgies all the time and like it, it loses kind of like the salience of it for me there to where like the only again like you were saying the only one this movie would affect with that moral that really needs to see it is a deeply religious person and I don't feel like 
Deep Ruler, just people aren't going to see R-rated movies about hot dogs. Right. And even yeah. if even if theoretically you did, this this movie, like, Seth Rogen has, like, another point, what his character, the, the hot dog, what, what Frank, um, where, like, he holds up the proof. Air quotes, a point. Right. Right. <laughs> yes. Well, like, no, like, I couldn't resist. It's, it, yeah. Um, wherever he, but it's, it's, it's a plot point, you know, where he holds up the proof that he's gone and found, like, a recipe book of food being prepared and eaten. That's, um, you know, he holds up to just tear down the whole religious institution that's holding their society together. And everybody freaks out and they're like, yeah, you know, but even if that is true, I would rather believe what I do because that's uncomfortable. And that's like the height of this movie's actual religious satire for me is that it understands that. And then he has a moment where he's like, oh, okay, well, I have to replace religion with something. Like, I have to give you hope or something. But then that point is completely destroyed by the plot point that they inject all the customers in the store with mm-hmm. um, bath salts so that they start mm-hmm. like seeing the food and murdering the food. And yeah. everybody's like, oh, you're right, they are monsters. And it just completely negates that like right. open dialogue that this movie was trying to have with deeply convicted religious people that maybe, you know, it's not so like, your, your desire to believe something that makes life meaningful isn't that bad. It just, you know, has its hangups and like its downside, you know? Well, like, I think that's the thing. The whole point is just completely negated by that plot point. The point, the only point that it makes to its existing audience, because let's be honest, there's liberal people, not liberal minded people is what who's going to go see this movie because, again, right. there's so much like everything. Um, but But the idea is that like, the only point that you that really is saliently made to that audience is not that you need to get out of religion. It's that you need to replace religion with something else. You need to do it. That's the only salient point that is actually interesting. And I agree it's interesting. It's just made in a stupid fucking movie. <laughs> so, like, how can you take it seriously? It's a great point. It's like Monsters um, University where it has, it has literally the most insane point I've ever seen in the context of the movie. We, we keep bringing up Monsters film. University so much, and I know it is, but literally, film. you cannot explain how insane the plot point is or the th- main theme that you are not special, but that's okay. And that was in a child's film, mind it you. It is hard fucking like, hitting. Like, that's all like I can the, say like about to, it. Like, to have, like, uh, to have, like, more than one, but, like, a few generations see that movie after, after like, ha- after, like, growing up here for years. You're special, you're unique, and then have this film from, like, Pixar, of all places, say, actually, no. That's a lie. Guys, we really need to stop talking about Monsters University and do a podcast on it. Like, All right. And- <sighs> Add it to the damn queue. <laughs> Yeah, that needs to be don't worry. There's a dry month. There's there's a couple of dry months, so we'll actually it'll do. Be a, um, we'll yeah, do it'll, evergreen it'll be a good evergreen episode. No, I think I think we do need to do some more stuff and talk about that because there's there's a couple things that have come up during this cat some of these casts that I'm like I really need to like square with you guys like what you think about certain things like you know I desperately need to do Demolition Man with y'all because we keep bringing up <laughs> Demolition Man and Monsters University as examples of movies that do certain sort of things. So. <laughs> Because Demolition Man is my ultimate so bad it's good movie. <laughs> Strangely, I haven't seen it, so now I'm curious. What? Seriously? I haven't, I haven't, I haven't either. either. Boom. <laughs> I, I just I just don't know what to fucking do, guys. Like, we should also do Gladiator, just because Gladiator might be my favorite movie, oh, but I, I can't really... Okay, okay, okay. I we're back on topic. Gladiator. We're, we're, we're back on topic. I hate Gladiator. Oh, my God. 
we can't do. Be friends. All right, we we're going back on topic, but there's, there's this hilarious <laughs> bit where you'll actually see an interview with uh, Russell Crowe, and he talks about how like, yeah, we just didn't know what we were doing the next day. Like they went back to like this thing. They like had to send people home because they like are like I don't know how the plot advances here. <laughs> really? Yeah. And like the whole bit in Morocco, they reshot after the fact. Like you it guys was, are gonna tear me apart on this, aren't you? No, it's oh. it, Gladiator is not. I don't mind Gladiator. I don't have. I have a lot of. I don't have like a lot of deep feelings about it. Okay, but back to back to the fucking point. Yeah, we're doing that thing again where we're moving on to different movies because we're tired of talking about this one. So I think we just need to put <laughs> scores on this. And you volunteer, Trevor. What? Oh no, 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 no! I didn't. I don't. I don't want to go first. I've rethought <laughs> it since we started talking about it. I was thinking all right, like, all right, all right. I don't um, know. Um, I actually don't know what I'm gonna give this. Uh, Peter, you're up. <laughs> the nice don't thing about being a host is I don't have to go first <laughs> ever <laughs> okay god no, I mean like I'm conflicted with with how I felt coming out of this movie and then and then and then like thinking about it over the past couple of days um just I, I, guess, I, guess, I guess because of the myriad of myriad of problems that this that this that this movie has and because it's so damn polarizing and the shit it pulls or tries to pull uh i I'll, i will i'll just go middle of the road and give it a five i mean i mean i i enjoy oh I, I, shit I, I was thinking a six i can't give it a six now peter like peter you liked it more than i did for sure that's the I thing mean, that I, i'm I, wrestling with is like it tries I, to yeah. do a lot of stuff and like i had no. genuinely funny moments yes. with it look yes. like, I, 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 I did i really need to reiterate every once in a while how stupid it is that we score things because like i said it on the first cast scores are inherently stupid people's right. rating oh, yeah, systems no, are inherently that. different ben's is so different than mine all of his movies are bunched up in the six to nine range whereas like <laughs> i tend to use the full s- no I'm, I'm not like saying it i'm just like saying like whereas no, no, like, no, like like people freak out when i give a movie a four and I'm like, that's not an end of the world score. I just don't recommend you go see it now. Do you know what and I mean? And then different no, people no, I, no, on the I, no, cast just... notice different things because people like right. um, Jack and and Ben, y'all notice more the sort of technical aspects of a film, like the cinematography right. and Absolutely. the editing and so forth. Right. And like, like I... but that's because that's like what y'all studied. Right, right, exactly. Like, like, like this and part. I'm a music major. Like no, I just no. I go to a film for the enjoyment. I might give it an extra point or two if there's like, you know, a good point on a feminist issue or a good point on a mu- on, you know, the music, whatever. But I don't notice things like editing and cinematography as much and that does affect my score. No, and I think that's fine. Like I've said this before, I don't stand by all the scores I've scored on a cast. I stand by the overall score almost every time. Yeah, mm-hmm. because that there's a lot true, of yeah. things that fail for us individually overall. But like, for instance, like you know, I'm gonna say Suicide Squad is worse than Sausage Party all damn day because it fails on a basic movie making level. For me, from an editing perspective, I, th- I I I stand by the fact that I say that it's like one of the worst edited movies I've ever seen, and and that's just like a that's just and that's just because you know I fucking studied editing, so like I'm just like no, that's not how you, it's not how you should put that together. <laughs> I don't know, maybe I'm full of shit, but again, I don't want to oversell it. But again, like you know, I think I think we stand by the scores, and I think that we just need to understand, like for instance, like even though it's clear that Peter may have liked it more, like Trevor, your scoring system might automatically just be higher because you just don't go lower for a lot of things. Mm-hmm. All right, Trevor, you're up. No, that's fair. I'll <laughs> give it a six. All right. <laughs> Sarah, you're up. 
I um I don't really know. Um I'm kind of torn right, between a four and a five on this one. Um I don't know if maybe I'm just quite honestly more prudish than some of the other people on this cast, and I don't I don't mean that, you know, positively or negatively towards I don't know. I don't mean that in a bad way. But I got why they were trying to do all the dirty jokes. I do. And a lot of it was really funny. But honestly, like, I guess it just, it either didn't work well or it went too far. And I cannot tell you which is what it did. Whether Don't feel that, bad. that it didn't work well or that it, it, it pushed it too far. Don't feel bad. Um, I will I, give it a lower uh, score than you will. <laughs> yeah. I, um, I think I'll give it a four at the end of the day. Four. Got it. Um, so I, does anyone object to Katie adding her score from the couch from over here? None. I do no not. Nope. Cool. Katie gives it a zero. Wow. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. She says, quote, it was a turd, end quote. And there was a literal okay. turd in the movie with what? There was, food, there was, there was a literal what the turd. What was that? Yeah. Yeah. Like, 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 yeah. My, we like, didn't my, talk my, about the condom. <laughs> We don't uh, need to talk no, about the not, condom. Let's not. Let's not. <laughs> we not. Okay. Like, 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 just, can... For me, that was the point when I was like, I when I just decided I was done with the movie. Not in a way of like I'm gonna walk up and leave, but I gave up trying to make any sense of the film or Jack, any redeeming qualities. Yes. Jack, I was done. I, I forgot about the condom. You can lower my score to a five if you want. Done. Oh <laughs> my god, that's great. Yeah, the condom no, was no. patently offensive, guys. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, um, totally. this wasn't even funny. <laughs> Literally, everyone in the theater went, "Oh." <laughs> That was yeah. the exact Why? sound all of the like, audience members made. Like I like I was so used to it, like to it just being like food and drinks and then the douche. That 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 had life and all of a sudden we get that. Right. What it's the not, hell? It's not funny. No, it's not literally funny. <laughs> it was the way the condom was telling it, the condom got raped, and that's an incredibly uncomfortable thing. From like both sides too. Think about that. Mm-hmm. Yes. Actually, don't think about that. I take that. No, no, no take it back. shit. I take already started back. thinking about it. I already started thinking about it. Why does it, it make more sense for the condom to have a rape experience than the douche? That it would make more sense the other way around. Oh, I got. It. I forgot. Just forget. It. Take it back. Sorry, take sorry, it back. Sorry, don't like we don't said jump earlier, into that pit of logic. Like don't jump earlier, in there. You're thinking too hard. You are thinking too hard. It is okay. I give this movie a three. I really did not like it um i think the issue is that uh, for me it's just like a shock value movie um and it does like basic editing and that sort of thing right but it really was not funny and this is a comedy movie that's trying to get me there um yeah i give it a three uh primarily because like it's it's it just goes in for like a shock value movie and it's really just there's a lot of comedy built into this thing um, that just doesn't work for me. And that's the thing is like, I'm not saying like that. I, I was not inherently shocked by this movie. I didn't find any of it like more extreme than things that I've seen in other places. Um, maybe that just says that I, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I'm not trying to say like I'm hardcore or anything. I'm trying to say like, like, cause I'm, I'm not. And this was like an inherently a shocking movie. I'm not offended by anything that was in there so much as I just didn't think it was fucking funny. 
And that's the thing. At the end of the day, it was an inherently unfunny movie with an internal logic issues and editing issues and plot issues. And not editing issues, but, but, but really basic plot structures. Like, I like Hardcore Henry more than this. Damn. Yeah. No, I, no, Hardcore I, I, I will, Go ahead. I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will say that about, about this film. I speak, speaking, to, speaking to how it was really just a, a, a shock value film. Like, for, for me, even though, I, even though I walked out of the film saying, like, yeah, like, yeah, I had an overall basic enjoyment of it, because it pretty much was just shock value, like, I really don't have that much intention of, see, of seeing this again, or, or like, at least not anytime soon, maybe ever. I yeah. absolutely agree. Actually, Jack, can I change my score from a four to a three? <laughs> oh my yes. god! Stop making the math hard, guys. I'm sorry. I love this. From so a four much. to a three. Okay, so that's five. Be glad five, I didn't give it a three point five. Sixteen. Okay, so it's it was it's sixteen divided by five equals three point two. Um, I'm, yeah. Which I'm gonna round down to a three. Um, so, because it was rounding up to 3.5, but that is. So, the Movie Gang Podcast gives Sausage Party a 3. Holy shit. Um, we, so, dis- we totally disagree with all the critics. Uh, yeah, apparently. I mean, it depends if we give... Katie may be a little bit hyperbole in there, but other than that, um, I'm getting punched in the side. She no, really hates let it. let me explain something. No, uh... I just want to say one thing. No. <laughs> Might as well. Let her talk! No, I don't have it set up to do that, so she's really pissing me off because I offered her to be on here and she decided not to be, but now she wants to talk, so it's just really annoying. Write it down no, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't care. Um, all right. So, anyways, for our bets for next week, uh, we're going to be looking at War Dogs. So, um, coming up, what do you guys think the opening weekend um, numbers for War Dogs are going to be? That's opening weekend domestic. Can I have some kind of reference figure? That's the thing, is there really isn't any. <laughs> like, at all. <laughs> like, huh. like they're really... Like, Box Office Mojo has no movie to compare this to. It's very... It's, like, very... It's, it's not really independent. It's got big-budget movies. I mean, I guess Lord Not even, of War. like, The Hangover? I guess Lord of War would be similar. Oh yeah, it's the similar. same. Uh, same it's the director. Same guys yeah. as the Hangover. Yeah. The hang- yeah. I mean, it has a, but a much bigger. Like opening weekend, it did nine million. Um, so, but again, opening weekend domestic. Yeah. So total, but the Lord of War total lifetime domestic was twenty four million. Foreign was forty eight. Total worldwide was seventy two million. Um, the opening weekend was nine million dollars for Lord of War, which is. But again, think of that Lord of War was um god when did that come out jesus um no idea when it came out um anyways <laughs> lord, lord of war was 2005 lord of war was 2005 so this was a while ago the other thing is that lord of war has a 50 million dollar budget so it has a low ass budget and i think this one is going to be more studio based but i think they're like similar styles that would be the closest thing that i would compare it to so do you want me to go first? We're just looking at domestic, right? Right. Just okay. domestic opening yeah, weekend. I think just you opening go first, weekend. Yeah. Okay. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Lord of War, uh, War Dogs is gonna come in at ten million. Hmm. I'll raise you five for fifteen. I was gonna come in a little higher, uh, uh, higher than Trevor, and say twenty million. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I mean, when you kind of put on, when you kind of put on the trailer from the people who brought you hang like the, the Hangover, it's like okay, well, the, like audiences will be like, okay, this is gonna be like, fucking hilarious. Plus Jonah Hill, done. Yeah. All right. So yeah, Peter's at twenty million. Point. Sarah, what do you think? I'm gonna go between you and Trevor and say twelve million. Twelve million. Boxing yourself in, Katie. What do you think? Katie says $30 million with the high bet. All right. Damn. That's it for this week. Now, Damn. moving on to the final session. I know. She just, like, ate our lunch. She's upset with me. Uh, let's not talk about it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Anyways, moving on to the bet from this week. Um, so, we bet last week how long it would be until the food was found out the truth of the movie. Now, this bet was insanely problematic. First off, because there's essentially three reveals in this movie, and I didn't define what the food meant at all. So, for instance, it's revealed to the food as early as ten minutes into the movie when one of the pieces of food commits suicide, having come back from the far side. So, the truth of it is technically revealed there, but they don't believe it, so when the truth is technically revealed is again at thirty minutes when Firewater talks to them. The scene that we were referencing in the trailer where the food actually goes all the way home and actually sees everyone get killed and murdered happens like it like insanely long into the movie around 50 minutes but to split the difference between those three existing scenes we're going to say that the fire water scene was the correct moment when the protagonist's food specifically learns the truth and for that that'd be 30 minutes which means that sarah becker you have won the bet for this week Hooray! you have the rights and responsibility to both plug the tuscan shed media network and close out the cast with your rant of choice. All yours, well, Sarah. Well, I, uh, I, I fully endorse the Tuscan Shed Media Network and all of the things that it produces. It's great. Go listen. Go to <laughs> TuscanShed.com. That is what it is, TuscanShed.com. There's not a media in You there are correct. You are correct. Okay. TuscanShed.com, and that is the Movie Gang Podcast, Save Point Podcast, A Feast for Bros, Geek Space Nine, and coming this week, Animania. Hooray! Yes, uh, I am a part of Geek Space Nine and uh, gonna be Animania, which is fun because I haven't had a lot of exposure to, I guess, quote, real anime. I mean, I watched <laughs> the heck out of Pokemon and Sailor Moon when I was a child. Um, but uh, as, as you will see in this coming podcast, I've really gotten into an anime called Shokugeki, which is basically... Shokugeki. I mean, I was calling it food porn until I saw a sausage party, but I feel like it's <laughs> a new meaning to food porn, and so oh I will never God. call it that again. Um, but uh, it's, you know, basically if Iron Chef was an anime and had some, you know, very softcore porn elements in it, occasionally the tentacle porn, because it is anime, so that is known to happen on occasion. But besides that, it's a very good show. It's a lot of fun. It um, almost encourages me to cook, which is saying something, considering that I'm 25 years old and I didn't learn how to cook meat until I was, what, 22? <laughs> <laughs> so there. But it makes me want to cook things, and it's, it's a lot of fun. So, yes, come listen to all of our podcasts. Uh, the... 
Are we calling it Animania? Is that what we've decided? So on? far. So, so far. far. So far. It's gone we, through several iterations. It used of to be the called name. the Big Fap. Um, but that's, that a, that's a, problematic. That was a lovely exchange. That was a thing uh, for a couple of days, actually, and Fap spelled in a few different ways. Um, yeah. The traditional F A P, also P H or F H A P, excuse me. And F A A P. That was mm-hmm. the thing. Yeah, or fapping. I, I wonder what we could have done with ing oh, and an extra p. Did we have fapping? Uh, I kind of played with one with that was quickly rejected, even sort of by myself. But we're all tired <laughs> of sex jokes now, so yeah, yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, all right. Um, yes, that's really all I have to say. Again, you know, for all of the problems that Sausage Party had, it is one of the few media outlets in recent history where the lesbian character lives at the end of the film. So that was just about the only thing I felt Sausage Party had going for it. I have to put that in there because that's my biggest rant is let's stop killing the lesbian characters in our TV shows and movies. Other than that, uh, thank you for listening. Go to TuscanShed.com to learn more about all of our podcasts. And um, we'll talk to you later. Good night. Bye. Bye, guys. Later.